podcast is episode number 15. God damn. An eventful weekend at West Ham United. A milestone episode if you go by fives. Um, we're going to hit a milestone one day. That'll be crazy. Uh, but yeah, we, Episode 100. Episode 100 would be nuts. Uh, we beat Brighton 3-1. That's never, ever happened before. We signed Mohamed Kudus. I cannot think of a more sought-after player we've signed besides Paqueta. I would argue he was more sought-after in Europe than Skamaka. Um, the other rumors flying around between players coming in, players leaving, but I'll give you the choice of where to start. Do you want to start with uh, Mr. Uh, Left-Foot Duduf, or do you want to start with uh, Brighton? Man, where to where to start? Like since the last time we recorded, so much good shit has happened. I know. Like it's kind of it's kind of insane. Like we it will Brighton. all blow up before it will all blow up after Luton. Is it literally the first time we ever beat Brighton? Yeah, in the Premier League. What about like ever? Uh, we beat them. We beat them like six 0 or like six one, and I think we did the double over them in the championship. Like 2012, it's the first time we've beaten them in the top flight since 1983. So there's that. Get fucked. Yeah, right. Get, Get fucked. fucked. We were. That was. Was that our best game ever? No, but it's. Um, I'm gonna say it's definitely in the top ten Moyes era wins performances. I, it, well, it I don't know to... performances, but it's definitely. Yeah, and performances, because they didn't really have a sniff. I mean, Ariola had a great game, but besides the Ferguson, the two Ferguson chances, the header down and the um, the save that Ariola had onto the bar, none of mm-hmm. the other chances were ones I would be, like, cool with him letting in. Yeah, like, we just dominated every single aspect of the game besides possession. Like You just let them have the ball. That's how you beat them. Yeah. It was... It was crazy because they were, you know, the way they play is, you know, they wait for the press to trigger. Like, like they're like robots. Like, yeah, just I mean, every team, every team to an extent in the modern game is a robot. I hate the fucking free-flowing shit. No team is that free-flowing. Even the teams that are great in possession, it's all about triggers. It's all about patterns of play. And when you take away Brighton's number one trigger, because the thing is teams – like, no matter who you are, you're probably not happy to not press the ball a little bit. But we, we refuse to press them. I think we did it for we did it for like 10 minutes before Bowen's goal, and things got a little weird. That's when they had the Ferguson header at the beginning mm-hmm. of the second half. But we just didn't let them play their game. Yeah, I mean, for Moise's men to be that committed to – like. A, it's such a different way of playing because we it's a it's a vintage Moyes performance. The way every single one through eleven plus Ben Rama so disciplined all game, and then when we had our chances, man, we, I mean, we were awesome on the counter. I mean, like the, the incredible. Bowen, the Bowen goal and the Antonio goal are both ridiculous. I mean, the Bowen goal is nonsense. Just yeah. from <laughs> Antonio, it's like ten guys in the box defending. Basically, and Antonio picks it up. He plays a pass, Benramo relieves us of pressure. And he just kind of holds the ball up, and there's nothing on. So the center backs don't really 
press him or put any pressure on him. They're like, okay, it'll like sit there and just wait for everything mm-hmm. to get set up. And for Bowen to make that run, it's really bo- – because Bowen's standing in their box when Zuma clears it. For yeah. him to run the length of the pitch the way he did, his fitness levels are insane. They always have been. But that's like the epitome of him for him to make that run. He's and he's the an touch alien. and the finish. Oh, to, it's unbelievable. Like it's almost unfathomable to like have like the wherewithal to make that touch. Like have such quality after making like an eighty yard yeah. like direct. I was, sprint. I was about to say that to to make a sprint of that magnitude, and then for the two three touches because I think it's like he brought it down like had like a little one and then poked it, but mm-hmm. for each touch to be so perfect after busting your ass to get the because that's like your body's got to be tired i mean he's already played 60 minutes at that point too yeah it was deep in the game too and he was running all game i saw somebody say that they think he is the best winger in the league out of possession and probably he does it all i mean he defends really really well um yeah, and, and it's in it's in all aspects of the pitch it's I, he's one of the best pressers i've seen in this league mm-hmm. whether he's pressing the man with the ball whether he's off the ball i mean like there's so many um examples of it like uh the penalty he drew against chelsea 21 22 that comes yeah. to mind like he's so active and always so ready to go um, and then the tracking back speaks for itself. The amount of crosses that he disrupts or blocks, it's great. And like obviously, Matoma was has been running rampant on this league for the past two weeks, and really like last year as well. And Bowen had a huge part in in him doing nothing at all. Yeah, I mean Kufal, Kufal was great on him. We we had a plan for him though. Mm-hmm. It was a team and because effort. because part of it is that Matoma like Brighton, yeah, they play with a lot of the ball and stuff. But similarly to any side in general, but like they love to bait the press because then it almost lets them operate in like a faux transition, mm-hmm. and that's where these players thrive. Matoma, the only time Matoma was the Ferguson header is the only time yeah. I remember him having any impact on the game. Yeah, I mean, which he, he... it says a lot to take him out of a game the way he's been playing the last six, ten months. Right, like. Just an incredible job. It was it was like a throwback to, like the Grealish Villa days. Yeah, yeah. When we started Fredericks on the wing, except if Bowen did the job. Back when, back when Bowen was allowed to be dropped. <laughs> His first name on the team sheet, man. He really is at this point. He is. Good yeah, whether man. he's playing striker, right wing, wherever he's going to end up playing. Speaking of striker, man, Antonio this season. Especially last game against Brighton, he's been unplayable. Like it's it started it started last year, in my opinion, because it because when you look back at it, he was awful for like a long period of time, and he has these periods. I mean, there was the time under Pellegrini, I think he had one goal in a hundred shots or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happens with him, but oh, when you get the stretches like this, it's amazing. And if he can just give us one more quality season. But um, his goal to to give the defender to roll him like that, Unreal. give him the shoulder, and it's it's so fun to watch too when you see a player just completely send the defender without even touching the ball. Dude, he just has these moments. And the finish, the finish, 
He loves that spot. And now the, the confidence. Now the confidence is going to start flowing, man. Dude. Oh, but I was going to say he was terrible last year, and then he, he scored the two uh, at Larnaca. It's like a right, two-up game right, in college right. football. And it was right after he scored the two at Larnaca that he that the performances started to come. I don't. The Arsenal game was probably not too far after that, mm-hmm. um, which was, I mean, the Arsenal performance is arguably his best, I mean, up until these past two weeks, all-around performance since the 2021. Yeah, since the season, season before. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been at his best. This is, we'll see how long this goes. He's two and two now. Yeah, two and two. And the thing is, I don't want to skip ahead to this, but I'm just going to say, in performances like that and Ben Rama's cameo and also, like, does Kudus play left wing? Like, not really. Um, all those questions, I, I don't think I would start Kudus on Friday. I Like, if I was the manager, I would have a really tough time starting him because how can you drop any of these players? He's got a hard decision to make, man. I have no idea. I, yeah. I genuinely have no clue. But the thing that's good about it is that it's a long season. Mm-hmm. So there's no – like, we don't have to rush him back in. And, like, the the big thing, the big worry for me on Friday is if Luton score first. But he doesn't have to rush him in. Why rush him in? Yeah. And there's he'll have plenty of time to make a difference. If Benrahma comes out and plays terrible or Antonio's having one of those games, like, you have this 40-million-pound player who half of Europe wanted sitting on your bench ready to come on. Like, it's – it's hard to say. Yeah, just don't play Kudus. Like, dude, no, he dude. should play. He should play. I just don't. I just don't know how you start him. Yeah, I mean, everyone is playing so well right now. It's crazy. Not a single player on this team, in in that in this eleven, can be dropped at this point. Like, Suchek honestly has been one of our best players. Alvarez. Well, I mean, Suchek. Game. Suchek has been might great, be dead, but Loki might might be dead. Might be dead. <laughs> might be dead. But um, it might not be such a bad thing that he's dead because, like, you know, do I really want him out there on that small-ass pitch against Luton? He might help us in the physical battle, but I think Ward-Prowse and Alvarez is enough. Yeah, And he'll be back. He'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's – part of his issue, and I've said this to you, um, was that he just played so much football for three years. Yeah. Like, he just constantly looked gassed. He looks refreshed. He looks unshackled by a certain number 41. Uh, and I don't want to get into that because, like, you can probably find it on an old podcast. He was finding his game towards the end of last year. But now he looks so refreshed. Um, and it's refreshing to see. And War Prowse, again, I apologize. I know nothing about this sport. And I just should have stuck to my gut from last summer because I liked him the year before. But, hey. I need to find him in person and like personally tell him. Yeah. And like I'm sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. I I need to shake his hand so bad. <laughs> I just he has no idea who I am, but he he needs to know that I am deeply deeply regretful of my comments. I just think about him and I smile. Right. He's just he's just the best. I love him so much. I love him. I dude. It took like. It took about ten minutes for me to love him. It was after the corner, the first two corners against yes, Chelsea. I was like, he's so the best. So like and six minutes. By the way, so his goal, right? Yeah. He won the ball back. He won the ball back. He won the ball back. He intercepted mm-hmm. a pass. 
played it over the top. Antonio won it, and then he made that run and finished it off. And he had and, a lot. To, he had a lot to do when he got the ball back in the box. Like that was insane. Yeah, no, he um, he's dude. He's just it was you know in hindsight, it was so obvious he worked here because he's so built for a club like West Ham. He's so built for a coach like David Moyes. And you know what? Something I've realized the most is in the mania of replacing Declan Rice with like Moneyball type, like we need to recreate him in the aggregate. In the mania of all that, it's easy to forget that maybe we just needed a refresh. Like why couldn't we build a different midfield type profile? And we replace this ball winning with Alvarez. And you know what? There are other ball carriers in the squad. Mm-hmm. Like they can put it all together and carry the ball. And War Prowse can do the little passes forward and the switches. I, he played one switch on Saturday that was absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, like why, why couldn't we evolve? That's the question I would ask myself a month ago. Why can't we evolve? And God damn it, I think we might have. It might be too early, but man, we look like this midfield like low key looks better than it ever did. Well, the thing is, is with the Moyes team, especially over the last two seasons, is the start has been very indicative of what the team is, and you know it's all confidence to an extent. And if we if we beat Luton on Friday, which is not a given by any means, no, I don't know how you feel going there for their first Premier League home game is kind of a nightmare. Um, small pitch, we're going to be asked to do a lot with the ball. But if we beat them, we're already on 10 points, four games in. Yeah. And like that's, 55, 55-ish points probably gets you Europe. Gets you around those those European places. I wonder... Gets you challenging. Where, let's see Let's see what the seventh place... I let's think Villa... I want to say Villa 61. finished... I want to say Villa finished... How many did they finish on last year? 60, 61. And then we would have finished on 56 or 59 the year before. 56. And then the year before that, we finished with 65. And we finished sixth. Yeah. Yeah. And And Tottenham was 62. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the one thing I'm very curious about this team is how how they will perform in Europe. I think keeping Antonio uh, will be big for that. And if we can if we can get another striker who runs the channels like him, like if Yuri Alberto, because you know Yuri Alberto might be terrible, but I do love the idea that we're signing for like profile fit instead of good or not good. Yeah, I mean, I can't claim to have done enough research into him. I was actually playing on maybe watching a game later, uh, just like a rerun, but from what people have said, I mean, finally, like we're looking at a guy who plays in a similar way to Antonio, which is pretty exciting. I agree. Yeah, that, that that's the one thing about it. And, you know, there's the fail comps. I mean, but you can make an Antonio fail comp from his good performances. Exactly. Like, the way I see, like, these Brazilian fans talking about him, like, our fans talk about Antonio the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is that I uh, – somebody's saying, oh, we can't find a Brazilian fan saying a good thing about him. I saw one report about him. And I was just like scrolling through, like translating their replies, and people were being like, "Oh, how can he be so bad if like the best league in the world wants him and all this stuff?" So you know, like he doesn't have zero defenders. Like, mm. let's be serious. I trust Iden. 
I trust him with my life. I just, I just really like the idea of signing a profile fit. Um, and you know, it's harsh on Obama if a fourth striker comes in, but Ings might go, and that that would be a dream come true. Yeah, that would be. I would, I would like to think that an Ings transfer is like the trigger that we're waiting for, but it seems like we're going ahead without it. No, we're we're we're, we're gonna try and sign a striker no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that uh. I heard X say earlier, it was that they don't they don't rate Ings at the club. They don't really? think that he's um. He says that Ings is not viewed as a what's the word I'm looking for adequate replacement for Antonio. Which yeah, I obviously, I uh, the wages are a huge issue. If Everton Everton should be desperate enough to take a punt, a punt on him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they do, because yeah. if you know, I appreciate Danny Ings and the little bit he's done for us. I don't like he's a miss, but it was also a panic signing, and he contributed yeah. during his short time here. We gave him a trophy. Now get the fuck out of here. It seems like he's pretty well liked in the in the locker room, which is fine. We but don't I, we don't sign people who aren't gonna fit in. Mm-hmm. So at least it wasn't like a disaster sign. It wasn't like a, uh, I don't want to say like Skamaka, but like. Yeah, I mean, Skamaka. We don't got to talk about him. But I want to talk, I want to continue to talk about Brighton. Um, one thing that I've been thinking in the past like two weeks that um, between Chelsea and Brighton is, I don't know why, like this isn't just like a new thing. It's just something that I've been thinking about is how bought in. Lucas Paqueta is yeah. in, like, the David Moyes system. It's kind of awesome to see, like, we kind of saw, like, in real time him, like, getting it with us, you know? And it's so awesome because when he came here, like, his play style was so foreign to, like, what we do, what we're yeah. used to. Like, Brazil, I watched Leon, um, Milan, like... I watched his uh, his first start performance for us the other day. Really? Yeah. Like, not the whole game, just, like, all of his touches and stuff. And it was just funny to see him. But continue. That's besides the point. Yeah, I just th- I just thought that was super interesting. And I, I wonder if the same if we're going to see the same thing with Kudus. Because he obviously, coming from Ajax, where they, well, all, they, you know, they play their way. The two things I would say about that are, A, about Paqueta. It's been said, I think I said this a while ago. Um, but that... Uh, Paqueta and Moyes have a very unique relationship, but they like they love each other because you you know how Moyes gets when he loves a player. We've mm-hmm. seen it with Lingard. He will he will put them on a pedestal. Yeah. And Paqueta has been put on a pedestal because even when he struggled, he was undroppable. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that Paqueta, I mean, winning first of all, it breeds happiness. It won a yeah. trophy. Uh, I'm not sure, but I would I would bet that that's the first trophy Paqueta has won in his European career. Um. Probably. Yeah, because Milan weren't there yet, and then Lyon didn't win anything in two years he was there. Mm-hmm. So I would, a, I would say that, and B is just like he, yeah, he gets it now, and he understands what's asked of him. Not only does he get it, he loves it. Like, well, that that that's you know. the big, well, because he's because that's who he is though, and that's who a lot of these Brazilians are. It's like they don't like the play styles are obviously really different, but Brazilians are not soft. Mm-hmm. They come They're, from the the grit. 
yeah, they're not soft people. And I think that Paqueta, there's a part of him that really loves being up against it. And he's going to see a lot more of the ball in games this year. We're not going to have 20% of the ball in every game. Yeah. It's just two games that that was what was asked of us. But, yeah. Like the 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 flops, the holding the ball well, up against all the these 100-million-pound players. I, that's what I love, though, is that for us to have one player who just throws themselves to the ground and – we just just one nuisance because we're such an honest team, which you know you love about us. But you, it's the modern game; everybody needs one, mm-hmm. and he is our one. And I could not be happier. And then the thing I wanted to say about your point, the kudus, is I think kudus is just so much more of a natural fit. Yeah, for us, the way he plays, he's going to be. And by the like I said earlier about recreating rice in the aggregate, I want to talk about a ball carrier. Yeah, my goodness. I was I was thinking of him as like like he's gonna like play that Lingard role. Yeah, yeah. Where he's absolutely. just launching counterattacks himself and then just you know finishing crazy. I mean, if he doesn't get displaced by Lingard. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see, if he, we'll see if, he, if he even gets a place to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better hope Jesse doesn't sign that contract anytime soon, so he has a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm so because the the fit is seamless. And to have a player like him, and it's just another goal threat, which is something that we need. Like, we can score goals now, which was probably, I, w- I would argue, what we lacked most last year was yeah, a consistent definitely. goal threat. Because no matter what way you want to put it, Skamaka was signed to be that. He scored three league goals. Mm-hmm. So, but now you have Kudus, you have Ward Prowse, you have Bowen, who's hitting for him again. It's It's happy days. Inform Antonio, like there's nothing uh, sweeter than Inform Antonio. The, the, we are we are never better than when we get the best out of him. And I feel like a Paqueta goal is basically inevitable at this point. He's come so close each of the last three weeks. Oh, did he, he did score. Close, did he come close against Brighton. I feel like no, he had a volley. I think it went right to the yeah, keeper. yeah, it went right down. So I was screaming at him to lay that off the WordPress. I think WordPress was screaming at him too. No, but he connected so well. No, he I, did. I, I I had to respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should have had that assist, to Antonio. I was I was. Oh, when he played yeah. the one through it, yeah, it was just on the wrong foot. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh my god, beautiful, beautiful pass. But yeah, I mean, it. The, the only thing that the Kudu sign does is it, it creates a headache if Antonio is playing like this. Mm-hmm. Good headache to have, though. But it also creates a thing. We're gonna we forget that we're not gonna just be playing once a week. Antonio can't play. Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. But you know what it does? Instead of Bowen playing every single game at right wing, he's going to play every single game in two Just different positions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. I'm really intrigued to see how this team performs in Europe. I trust Moyes. I trust Moyes to, to not only rotate, but to you know, find that form in Europe again. We're, we're playing the way we did when we were crushing teams in the Europa League. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really excited to see what we look like with more of the ball and like more progressive because right now it you know feels more like 2020 2021 with like a hint of like we really feel like we're good because um, we didn't really I mean at least us two like we thought we were fine but we didn't believe that we were truly a great team until Lingard came mm-hmm. and then after he showed us <laughs> that we are really good uh, yeah but it'll be interesting to see what we do when we're more on the front foot. But I trust us, and like when you add kudos to it, you really do have guys who can open a team up. Our, we have like 
I don't want to say the word super team because it sounds like a joke, but we are we have a sick team. Like it's it's kind of insane how this rebuild has gone so well. Yeah, I mean Paqueta will get suspended and that will be that. Uh, <laughs> we'll be all right though. But oh man, however however long we get him in a team with Kudus and all these other guys, and you know what, man, he's not getting suspended. He's fine. I yeah. he he might he might be all right. Egg said it's unlikely that he gets suspended. I know. I know. Can you I imagine? Can you imagine if he doesn't get any, like nothing happens to him? That would be, genius. dude. Somebody should go to jail. If he, he like, like, if he is not guilty, like somebody did something weird. <laughs> this is all. This is all gonna end with Paqueta suing Sullivan for yeah. <laughs> for making that false thing to that way. <laughs> Oh my god, man. I have no idea what to say about this team. I'm I'm so excited for Friday. I really cannot wait to see them play. And like see a lot of the ball. Like I'm nervous, but like cuz a part of it is like I'm so happy with how we played and like I don't really give a shit about how much possession we have, especially if we're winning. Mm-hmm. Um but we like have not seen us play with the ball at all this season, really. Not at all. Not at all. Like probably since like the first half at Bournemouth. Yeah, there was like so we had spells at Bour- at Bournemouth, and that's it. And that we had half our team that we currently have. Yeah, and Luton are gonna allow us to see a lot of the ball. Yeah. So we're like it's gonna be the first game where we have more than forty. Yeah, we're we're, we're gonna be tested. Uh, but you know it's exciting to see because like we a lot of the things like we don't know. What we really look like with an extended spell of possession yet? Yeah, like people are concerned. Like, oh, we're not like we don't have possession; it's not sustainable. I think that's like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, I don't give a but shit. But it is legitimate to be like, what do oh, we we're look gonna like? we're gonna have it eventually, and what is it gonna look like? Yeah, yeah. But I I think at this point in time that it's more exciting than it is worrisome. Yeah, I think Alvarez will really shine uh, in these in that situation. Uh, you know, really, I'm really excited to see Ward Prowse and Paqueta dictating things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's exciting, man. It's exciting. It's good stuff. I hope we get a free kick um, <laughs> on Friday. I've been thinking that we ha- we haven't gotten a free kick in his range yet. Well, well, Kudus draws some of the most fouls. That, yo, I didn't even think about that. He's so gonna be running through the come. hearts of teams, and teams are just gonna be kicking him. Oh my Dude, goodness! We like rigged the system. It's we're like, cheating. I think that we're cheating. We found a loophole. <laughs> the loophole was getting rid of forty-one. Literally. So we, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So we allegedly we want two more players, and we want Lingard. How many players are we actually going to sign? It's so hard to say. It's really so hard to say because we have to start. We have to sell players. There's that, no. That, way. That's the big thing is that guys have to go. Guys have to go, like between, like just straight off, off like off the top, like Cornet innings. That should be like their second priority. Is like while they look for Alco incomings, they have to get rid of those two guys. It's just beneficial for you know player and club. Just yeah. like. Is, I, the problem is I don't think I don't think that Cornet has any suitors. He has to. 
in in France, they had there has to be something because he is a good player. He is. And you know that there. The team and last time he played, you know, consistent game time at Burnley, he Burnley was also sucked. really good. I agree. They're no, kind of they, bad. They, 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 I mean, if Brentford get Bakayoko, maybe Burnley. I don't know. Oh yeah, because they're in for Bakayoko uh, too. Brentford have had some great winger targets this summer between Johnson, Barcola, um, what's his name, Nico Gonzalez is on their list. They yeah. just can't. They, they just haven't been. They bid forty three million for Brennan Johnson. That's kind of insane. Like they're they're like here as a Premier League club. Like they're very 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 established. Yeah. That that bid does strike just a little bit of the end of my heart. <laughs> Do you think that is in anticipation of a Tony outgoing? I was thinking of that earlier, and the answer is I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Who's like nobody's gonna really come in for him in January, are they? I can see United doing it, but like. We'll see what, what this Hoyzman cat does. United should either way. I think t- I've been saying for a long time. I think Tony is perfect for them. Um, yeah, I mean, it it goes without saying that when he isn't on the the ACA or whatever. Hey, it's hey, 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 hey! Let's respect gambling footballers. No, I do not respect convicted gamblers. <laughs> convicted, I. Um, but yeah, he's other than Holland. At this point, now that Kane's gone, it's like him and Isak are like the two best strikers outside of City, in my opinion. It's an interesting question. I'm trying to think of other players. I mean, you got Richarlson at Spurs. You got uh, yeah, he's got to be up there. You got Jesus and Ketia. I'm just not even gonna respond to that. You got uh, Jesus and Ketia and Havertz at Arsenal, which you know each of those players. There's a lot to be said about them. Uh, <laughs> Who are the other big clubs in this league? You got Hoyjin at United. Nobody knows Antonio. who is. You got Antonio. You got um, Ferguson at Brighton, who's still young and isn't there yet. Yeah, he's not a consistent starter. You can't really he's great. put him in this conversation. I, I rate him really highly. Oh, um, absolutely. He will be in this conversation one day. What other big clubs are there? You got Nunez at Liverpool and Gakpo. Dude, don't even get me started about Darwizzi, yeah, I mean he's he's gonna come good for them. The one that got away, the one, the that, one got that got away. away. Moyes would do. We'd have, we'd be having a field day with him. Can you imagine? We never wasted our time with Skamaka, and we just had him. If we had him in January, flying. oh man, Ugh. Dude, we we probably won. We probably would have won the Europa League that year. Something would have happened. I don't know what would have happened, but something would have happened. He's a star. He is such a star. a star. He's a star. And I don't know what Klopp is doing not playing him. Well, he's going to start next week. I think I think it was all – I think he's just been – my theory is that he's been tanking the team out of spite after the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come into every episode with a new theory. That That's mine for this. That I've been stewing on this one. Yeah. Ever since the lobby thing happened, I'm like, it's by some guy named Endo. <laughs> he's like five four, like okay. Like all right, man. He saw he saw he saw Timmy Stiden dipping into the Stuttgart well and said, "They got something cooking over there. I'm gonna go by their defensive midfielder." We dried up that well. Sorry, sorry, Jurgen. Apologies. 
Um, getting back to the Hammers, though. To the Hammers. I have no idea where we were. We were talking about signings. Oh, so this is actually something I was thinking about earlier today that I said to myself I wanted to say on here. I think that Southampton are going to buy Ben Johnson. I think that they are, um, which is fine. Like, mm-hmm. he has a year left in his deal, whatever. He underperformed for a year. I was also thinking, you know, things could have gone differently for him over the last year. Like, if a Garrett doesn't get hurt and career never comes in, maybe he plays more games. Maybe he's not lacking sharpness as much when he plays. Because his game, when he got hurt against Villa last year, he was really good. Mm-hmm. He got hurt and never found it again. He really never had a running game. It's besides, he didn't play for, like, months. Got, like, three 90s in a week. It looked gassed at the end of all of them he played well against united in the cup until the last 15 minutes yep but i think he's going to go to southampton and i think it'll be a good move for him to be i honest. think it, i think it will be a really good move for him um and in, in middlesbrough i want him to shout out michael carrick and everton allegedly no idea what Deitch is cooking <laughs> um but I hope that in a similar way that when City came in for Rice and they asked about Paqueta and like how those kind of things happen, how players come up in conversations, I hope, I pray that when Southampton come in for Ben Johnson, that Kyle Walker-Peters comes up in the conversation. I pray to God that that happens. Just too much good going on. Like I can't even imagine if that, like if that happens, it's like, like, is this a simulation? Am I just controlling everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I mean, we felt that way about West Ham before when Moyes and Oscar seen eye to eye. The guy yeah. knows the game. I feel like every time Moyes agrees with me, I just feel like my eye has been checked. And then <laughs> he checked me with the War Prowse thing. He said, "You'll always be little bro." Um, but uh, that's so real. But man, like, cause what's Walker Peters gonna cost? Twenty five million. If that, dude. what's if Ben that. Johnson? Go- what's Ben Johnson going to cost? Ten million? Five. Ten. Five, ten. Eight. Something like that. Okay, we'll say it's eight to twelve. <laughs> deal. <laughs> we'll say it's between eight and twelve, right? Mm-hmm. We sign a striker on a loan to buy, so that's like a very nominal fee. Like you're talking like below three million loan fee, loan fee below two million. It, and you sell Johnson for eight or ten. And you sell Ings for I don't give a fuck what the fee is. We'll say just it's like fixed. Just get the money off the books. Like why can't we spend twenty five million on Walker Peters? And like I I understand the fascination with Matson because he is really good. Mm-hmm. Great, and I understand that we have career and right back whatever. But I just think that Walker Peters would be so perfect for us. I think that when it comes to playing, if we play in a five. Him as a right wing back is miles better than Kufal. He's 10 times, 100 times better on the ball. Mm-hmm. He can play in a four, he can play in a five, he can play on the right, he can play on the left seamlessly. It just makes so much sense. He's homegrown. We need homegrown players. It makes so much sense. He, yeah, he is like legitimately at this point a dream. Like, I don't want to say dream signing, it sounds like hyperbole, but for at this stage in the window, like this, yeah. like that's the crown jewel like the cherry on top of what the is an unreal, an unreal window like he's just so good everything that southampton has asked him to do since he's been there he's done it like he, he played right back he was like the heart and soul of their entire team like okay awesome next Remember, to the other guy well yeah next to the guy that we got yeah 
And then Livermento comes in all of a sudden, and they say, okay, play left back. Does it, he plays awesome. Like, he just... I mean, I've been such a huge fan of him for a long time. I wanted him last summer. I might have wanted him the summer before that. My memory doesn't go back that far. Um, <laughs> but, like, it makes so much sense. And if we could cap off the window with him and Yuri Alberto, I don't give a shit. The striker thing is up to them. None of us know. No, nobody knows what to talk about when it comes to strikers, yeah. including everybody in charge. Let's just fucking throw something at the wall and hope it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But if we could get Walker Peterson, man, I just think that, and I think it allows us to play that five at the back more. Like I just Kufal. Like I'm not taking anything away from Kufal, but over the course of a season in a five, his limitations will be exposed. It gives him real cover. And the other thing is that as a wingback, he has no cover. You're not going to play Carrera at wingback. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's my little rant on Kyle Walker-Peters. Bring yeah, him I, in. I, I agree with your rant. But yeah, I, I, I just can't imagine anything better happening to me in the next four days than Kyle Walker-Peters signing <laughs> for us. <laughs> I, it's, just, it's really a shame that there's been no links. Well, yeah, that, 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 that's the frustrating thing, but that's why I'm saying I hope when they come in for Ben Johnson, well, you got that one guy who plays that position, so why do you want this guy? Because, right, I right, mean, right. I'm, I'm really surprised that there's – I haven't really seen a Premier League link to him, which mm-hmm. is puzzling Yeah, to me. Because fullbacks are a sought-after position. They're hard to find. Oh, absolutely, especially what, who plays the level as, as Kyle Walker-Peters. Yeah. Um, and another player who was mentioned, uh, Tiago Maya. Um, I don't think they were going to sign another center midfielder. The Brazilian. Oh, Pablo Maya. Tiago Maya. From Sao Paulo? Tiago Maia. Yeah, Tiago Maya. He plays for Flamengo. Oh, oh, I didn't, I did not hear about this. Um, yeah, I mean, we're not like heavily linked or anything, but we've been linked with him in the past from Brazil. I think he's somebody that Newman's watched. I don't think we're gonna sign him, but if we were gonna sign a fourth center mid, he'd be pretty cool. Yeah, just like something to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also linked with Pedro. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want him. At this point, I'm... his girlfriend's going to jail, dude. Like he, he, jail? Yeah, something like that. Uh, what the hell? And then, uh, he has like a lot of off pitch issues. Apparently, he tried right to f- try to fight his old coach. Apparently, um, and like Moyes will put him to sleep. He does. He does uh, not want the, pu- the, yeah. the smoke with Moyes. And then who's the other one? Moreno, the other Brazilian striker that we like, who I, I is apparently highly means. rated. Apparently, really highly rated. I don't know anything about him. And then there's the Akatike stuff. That's done. He's going to Frankfurt. He is? Uh, I don't know how official it is, but I was reading earlier that Frankfurt are trying to figure out his wages. Which is good for them. I actually think that that's a pretty good landing spot for him. They just got the rapist. That's the, That was what I was going to say, is that um, Wahi is going there. Yeah. So what's the so, deal? I don't know what the deal is. But yeah, and then... Uh, the and Ezri talks are still going on, which 
if I had a choice of any striker, it would be a Nesri. That's a pipe dream, though. It feels like because the type of deal that we want versus the type of deal that they would want. I think that I think Eketike is probably the best talent that we're looking at. I just don't know the fit, but if it's a loan, then just like we'll see. You know, yeah. like I mean, that's the whole point of the loan. Mm-hmm. Like he, if he does gel. It would be awesome. He's just like yeah. talent wise, like he's he's pretty good. He's I'm skeptical good. of him, but you know, he ain't go to PSG for no reason. I don't I don't I don't hold it against him that he didn't, you know, kick on at PSG. No, yeah, I mean I don't either. I just like like I'd rather have an Ezri if that That's was a fair. possibility. That's fair. Especially just because, like the whole when Moyes wants a guy for a long time, you listen type thing. It would be further hacking the system, because it's mean, cheating if we sign an Ezri. It's cheating. He's like Andrew Wiggins vertical on these, <laughs> on these set pieces. Like yeah, it, even, it, it wouldn't would even be, be fair. It would be ridiculous. Um, trying to think of any other names, but yeah, I think Johnson will go. What do you think about the Fornals links? Would you also kill yourself if he left? Under no circumstances am I selling him. Yeah. Under no circumstances. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm nervous about signing him to a new deal. I hope he gets a good run of games at some point this year. We'll see what happens. Um, I do think that, you know, if it ends up being like a Paqueta, Kudus, and then Bowen up top type thing, like if Antonio falls out of form or something, and that's how we fit all these guys in, I think that Fornals is probably a better complement to that than Ben Rama is. I'd say so. I, I, I'd at least like to see it. Just, yeah. I, He'll get I think, a shot. Think, He'll get a chance, mm-hmm. man. It's so harsh on him. He played so well against Bournemouth. He was so good against Chelsea. He was good again this weekend. Yeah. It's kind of a shame to see it happening. After all, I mean, because it was a long time ago that the slander was, I have to say, warranted. But, like, well, he wasn't playing well in 2020, 2021. And Ben Rama was at his like quickest and most exciting. But I mean, all the wing now shit and after that, like, yo, are we still on this he can't play on the wing thing? Like, can we stop? Can we stop? I agree. He's just not like a typical like He's just not traditional. Yeah, he's just not a knock it past it and like, you know, type of winger. He's he's just a different type of winger and he brings a lot. Like he brings so much. He's again, just like Bowen, such a good presser. He I mean, he tries home run passes constantly, which I can understand is frustrating. I mean, Moise has said it's frustrating. But, like, he brings but us like, something different. All the, like, not to be, like, not to make a crazy comparison, but, like, all the elite teams, like, De Bruyne, uh, like, Trent Alexander-Arnold, like, they all have guys who play, like, deeper, and they try, they're constantly trying these deep, yeah. these Yeah, 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 because that's, because... It's almost like an analytic type thing. You think about Bruno Fernandez. Every pass this guy plays is a home run ball. Every mm-hmm. single one he plays. So, like you know, you need guys like that. And absolutely, all the big clubs know that they need that. I mean, Arsenal have Odegaard, Fabio Vieira. They signed for four. Odegaard needs to get a safe. fucking grip. By the way, <laughs> needs to get a fucking grip. Just fucking play it. Sim- no, because he's so good at playing it simple, and he plays such smart passes. Like. He he's not like Bruno. He doesn't have 
to do that. I mean, he should incorporate a lot of it into his game, and maybe he's being told to do it. But mm-hmm. like, get get a fucking grip, dude. Like, you you are like a Real Madrid like silky footballer. Fucking act like it. Yeah. Um, that's just my two cents. Yeah. Because no, I because I like watching them like play little one twos and like do cute passes. So like when I watch Arsenal and he's just fucking playing like he's Bruno Fernandez, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's not what it's, I'm here for. I don't care if this team. Like, I don't care if this team wins or loses. I just want to see you knock it around, man. Yeah, like go next to Saka, do a little one two, play close. Like yeah, and then Jesus will come back and we can all have fun. You guys can draw no nil and I'll see some. <laughs> oh. And you need Enketia in the lineup? Is that what the hand is? He's on. He's undroppable. He's undroppable. Yeah. Well, he dropped I, I, him. He dropped him. <laughs> I think. I think Coach Coach Mike learned his lesson. <laughs> Marteta Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he 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 better have learned his lesson if Jesus isn't fit to start because that was also ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, I, just I a have really no really idea why he dropped him. It was nonsense. He scored off the bench too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Great goal as well. Every team in this league is ridiculous besides us. But we are we have the only manager that can be trusted. <laughs> Faultless for two weeks. The only, the only cool head in the room. <laughs> the only cool head in the room, David Moyes. David Moyes, Pep Guardiola need to share a glass of red wine. That's what I say. We need like you know like the like the Shaq and Kobe like like yeah. Isaiah Thomas, Magic yeah. Johnson. I we yeah, need yeah. like a sit down between those two. Team Moyes and Pep. 40 minutes, no script, like, let them talk ball. I need to know what that conversation would be like. Dude, they, they probably have a lot to say to each other because it's, contra- it's it's contrasting, but the respect is there. Pop oh, loves us, dude. He always has. Or he never shut the fuck up about Rice. I'm sure he's going to – dude, he's probably going to gush over Paquetta in the interview. Or he's probably going to gonna say some, like, side-eye shit about, oh, well, you guys know what we think about Paquetta. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. He's going to say something like, oh, we didn't have the money. Oh, we were so poor. He's <laughs> dropping $60 million on Mateus Nunez. This guy got ran around <laughs> by Suchek last year. Jesus. Dragged around on a fucking oh, leash. Yeah. It's not done yet. I wonder if that's even going to happen. Apparently, yeah, they're using gonna- the train. They're gonna discipline him if it doesn't go through. Yeah, yeah, and we were gonna let Pyatt train with the under twenty threes for five years. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, they don't have a choice. He's gonna be sold. Yeah. Um, imagine Mateus Nunez dragging your club around like he's Dimitri Payet. Crespo tried dude. to do that. We slapped him around. We beat him into submission. <laughs> Now he's happy to hold back. And now he's going to get sold on fucking death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my oh, God. You're going to see Aaron Kressel sneaking into the tunnel at fucking halftime. It's going to be like the 60th minute. He's going to be cowering out. They go do a medical down the road. <laughs> Guy is an idiot. I do wonder um, about that since we have the game on deadline day. I wonder if players like Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson might be done before then. Um, but I wonder if like a player like Ings or a player like Cresswell, if nothing comes to fruition until deadline day, I wonder if they're in the squad. I mean, I'm sure they will be. But I just I wonder about that. We'll see. It I mean, could be the kind of thing where like they're in the squad in the morning mm-hmm. and then, you know, 
they're at the stadium warming up like two hours before the game and something happens and they're on the road. Yeah. I mean, with Mavropanos maybe coming back for Friday? I don't think so. No? Well, and, and kudos. Someone does have to drop out of the squad. And I would prefer it was not divine. It's not going to be. Is Coventry honestly, honestly, like it should be Cornet. Like, oh yeah. E- even if he's here. Mm-hmm. Um, Coventry doesn't make the squad, but since you mentioned Coventry, that does also bring up something I'm thinking. If Ben Johnson goes, and if Coventry goes, Coventry might go. Um, if they go, like we can and make it's... up, we can make up the homegrown numbers with Lingard and Kyle Walker Peters, um, and or if it's Madsen, Madsen's also homegrown. Uh, but I wonder about the Europa League squad um, requirements because you have to have four players trained by the club for three years before they turn twenty-one in your squad. And right now, and last year. It would have been um, Mubama. Rice. Oh, well, last year would have been Rice. Well, last year it would have been Rice, Coventry, Johnson, and Anang, right? Mm. This year it would be Mubama, uh, Coventry, Johnson, and Anang. Um, and even throwing Mubama in there makes it weird because I think if they're under 18 or under 19, they don't have to be registered. The same way they mm. don't have to be registered in the Premier League if they're under 21. Yeah. Um, but... You know, Mubama, like, because our squad's getting not bloated, but it's bigger, which is another reason I like to see Cornet go. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would be happy if, like, if Johnson and Cresswell left and we replace him with Kyle Walker Peters, I think it's perfect. It trims our squad. We have a player who can play the, both positions better than the two of them. Um, yeah. But it would be weird, though, because especially, like, all our good academy players right now are in, are all, are all on loan. Like, especially, like, the guys who are, like, 21 or over. And not even that. It's that, um, like, I I don't even know. Because, like, because you even if we had guys that you could register, like, because you can register a 16-year-old. Like, we could register Daniel Rigg if we gave a fuck. Well, he hasn't been trained by us for three years yet. But you understand what I'm saying. Scarls. Yeah, like, we could register Scarls. But if our Premier League squad is 24, 25 deep, then we got to cut somebody. Then somebody has to be cut, mm-hmm. which, you know, is not cool. Can't do that. Yeah. Remember when that, remember when that happened to Haller when he went to Ajax? Dude, I like – crazy. I fell to my knees. That was insane. Because um, I was waiting – that was like his stage. He was supposed to prove yeah. it. Yeah. And, well, I mean, wrong. he scored 13 Champions League goals the next year or no, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he did fine results. So but cool. in that moment, I was like – like that was his moment. Yeah, that, that that was crazy. We were all like, "He'll show you guys," and then he just didn't even wasn't even allowed to play. But yeah, that's I mean, what that's what's really interesting about how we operate, because especially because I do think Johnson is going to go, which makes it double weird. But I just think at that point you soak us well mm-hmm. and sign one player to replace the two of them, which brings me back to Kyle Walker Peters, because I just think it makes so much sense but i'm not gonna it's like starting to frustrate me that we haven't been linked but i'll give it two days um but i'm just gonna jump through all the talking i have a conspiracy theory that i've been working on for a few years okay and if 
if we sell Johnson like and Coventry and nothing happens to us, I don't think that the registration rules actually exist. <laughs> I mean, like, like I know that they do. I know that they do, but uh, like, cause like this happens and like teams do whatever they want. And I understand like they got people in charge. They know what they're doing, whatever, but I'm watching us do it. There's no way that we can maneuver this. If two of them leave, I don't see how you do it. What is it? It's Mubama and then Scarls and one other one. If Coventry and Johnson both leave mm-hmm. and then, okay. So then you sell, I think we're at 24 out of 25 right now. So then you sell Cresswell, right? So Cresswell, Johnson, Coventry, that's 21. And Ings, that's 20. And you sign Walker Peters, Lingard, one other, that's 23. I guess, I guess there's room. God damn it. <laughs> like, I just, I just need to catch one of these teams, man. The way I see it, they're accounting for this. Well, they yeah, they, they absolutely are accounting. If for it's it. real, they're accounting. <laughs> if, if it's real. If it's real. But, like, Figure. I understand that they're accounting for it. But it's just – this is the kind of thing that if I was playing FM, I'd fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And I have. I've pissed off many a player. <laughs> well, it's because, you know, you spend so much time building the squad around the Premier League registration rules so you can qualify. You finally qualify. <laughs> now you're fucked. Well, who would be left off? It would be like Aguano would be It would be Cornet. Oh, well. Like, depends on how many. It's like four or three. I, I Well, I mean, let's just run the hypothetical. If you had to leave someone off, who would you do it? And give me two names. Two? <sighs> like, like one that you definitely can, and then, like, if we had to do two. So who leaves in this scenario? Coventry and Johnson. I don't know. Yeah, Coventry and Johnson. Of, of like of like the Deadwood that's not Academy players. Like Ings, Cornet. Do they leave? Ings does. Okay, Ings is gone. Cornet is here. I do Cornet, unfortunately. And um, this is going to sound harsh, but low-key, it might just be career. I was going to say Agbana, just because I feel like – not not because I think he should be, just because I feel like Agbana is the most likely one to not, like, have a reaction to it. Yeah, that's that's fair. My thinking of it, I think that's probably what um, what is eventually, like, going to be the deciding factor. In this theoretical. They, yeah. Because, like, 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 I just want to say this for anybody who's listening. We understand that they're accounting for this. Mm-hmm. And that this won't be an issue. You would hope not. Yeah. But in this theoretical scenario that we've created, I said career because a because he um, plays for Bayern Munich. No, <laughs> I just I just feel like it's more likely. Well, if we're getting Kyle Walker Peters in this scenario, are we? Yeah, sure. We're getting. A, yeah, we're getting a this fullback. is this is my theoretical. Yeah. Kyle Walker we're Peters getting, plays for us. We're getting a fullback. So we don't need him to cover Kuflal. And now we're just talking straight up who's better center back, Obana or Carrera. I think that's a, a no-brainer after Sunday, after Saturday. Especially if you're playing a four. Or, or, or even in a five, Obana down the middle is like 
He's he's second to only Harry Maguire, <laughs> right? Dude, Agbon is, is a monster. Like when it like when the game suits him, he is he's a man eater. He um, I'm not. I, I can't even call him underappreciated anymore because I think that we've all realized, especially after Saturday, that like he's given us everything. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say, and this like has no bearing. This is just me. This is me making up for my war prowess sin, so I can prove to everybody that I know what I'm talking about. I remember when we beat Tottenham at Wembley uh, in the Carabao Cup under Billich, three two, and he scored the winner. He was just the way he was acting that night. I was like, he should be one of the vice captains. He's one of the leaders in this team, <laughs> and I just am so happy to be proven right because I right. love this fucking guy. He's 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 our best leader. Like. It's so important keeping around the squad. I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. Speaking of leaders, you want to talk about uh, Kurt Zuma as a captain these first three games? I think he's going to get named captain. I wouldn't be opposed at all. I think. I think he's done a really good job. I mean, the like, character of this team, the togetherness is yeah. still there. And like, obviously, and, like being the captain only means so much. But like, you know, he's vocal. He's very vocal. He's done mm-hmm. it all before. He's played in huge Champions League nights. He's won Premier League. He's won Champions League, whatever. He, um, like, no matter what role he played in that team. Uh, but, you know, he's, I would argue, probably our most experienced top-level player. I know Iguana played Absolutely. at Juventus. Um, we have other guys that have played. But I think Zuma, especially None in None of England, them have a Champions League medal. Yeah, that's the big thing. And, um... He uh and like there was one moment I think Alvarez went down and was cramping, yeah. And he was yelling at the sideline to take him off. I, I think that they did take him off. I can't actually remember if they took him off. No, they didn't take it. Not not before the goal. Yeah, I mean maybe they didn't listen, but he was yelling at the sideline to take him off. And it's like, obviously anybody can do that, but I think it just it shows the willingness to be vocal. Yeah, and to like stand up and be a leader, which is like not really something that you would expect from. But you know, if there's ever been an extrovert, it's Kurt Zuma. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, in terms of just like player management, Kurt Zuma is not only like like you know everyone seems to get along and like each other, but like he's kind of like everybody on the team's best friend. Yeah, and absolutely. He's also like not only is he like super friendly with everybody, and like they're like you know, different, like, co- like cliques in the team. Like, there's yeah. the French, and there's the English. But, like, he, he like, truly And the French adopted Lucas Paqueta, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, not only that, he's so well-respected in the locker room. I, I mean, yeah. He kicked the cat. Nobody gave a shit. Antonio was talking about, is that worse? That racism? <laughs> Which is, you know, it's a real point. Um, But, you know. Kurt Zuma, and I think another thing, a big thing about him is, A, he's our best center back. And I think mm-hmm. that Moyes in particular, he wants it to be a more back, you just want it to be like a big guy, big voice type thing. Yeah. Kurt Zuma, he's been in England for over a decade now. He's fluent in English, fluent in French. He can speak to the whole squad. He's a huge personality. He's mm-hmm. one of our best players. And, you know, like we had talked about it, about who should be captain and you know his name came up a little bit but it was always like ah like whatever he's a goofball but in hindsight you can't really think of a better choice he's been here for three years now too yeah probably coming up on 100 games played probably hit that this year i know he spent a lot of time injured Mm -hmm. i think he's but yeah because he is his uh 
signing anniversary today, I think, actually. And um, oh, yeah, played, it was two years ago. He's played 67 games. I'm glad. I'm just. I'm mostly glad that it's not Ward Prowse. Like, obviously, we talked about how much we loved him, but I feel like it's the captain's job to get a new signing settled. Like, he could be the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a captain should know the team and know the structure and know how we play. You know, yeah. like you know, the structure, the institution that is the West Ham. Yeah, and, and the the one worry about Zuma, not to cut you off, is that you know he's not always fit. Um, but one thing I will give him is that last year he was in great, great, great condition before he got hurt against Leicester, and he had a little tweak in the warm-ups, and we risked him, and that's yep. why he got hurt. Yep. Um, and, like, you know, I'm sure he'll miss games this year. He always does. But every captain choice would have been flawed, and if the mm-hmm. flaw with him is that he might get hurt, fine. Like, so be it. The only one that I don't see your flaw in personally is Bowen, but I get I, I, I Moyes wants. Well, I mean, I I'm similar to Moyes in the fact I want it to be a big personality. Mm-hmm. And Bowen's great, and Bowen is probably one of the squad's leaders now. But I wouldn't I wouldn't call him a big, big, big personality. That's fair. I mean, Zuma is the biggest personality. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's him and Antonio. Those fucking two men. <laughs> Goofballs. Goofballs. Love them. Yeah. Hopefully we win on Friday. Yeah. Who's going to be on the pod next week? Oh, yeah. We have to... Who was on it this week? Who was... Uh... I don't remember. Yeah. Uh. Well, I think next week we'll talk to Kurt Zuma about how the captaincy is treating him. Yeah, we can talk to Zoo. We can talk to Zoo. He's got to get on here at some point. Yeah. Um, I guess we can have Kudus on at some point. Welcome. He's got to prove himself. I think Ward Prowse was supposed to be on this podcast. I think it was Ward Prowse this week, and goddamn, he scored a goal. He was getting ready when I had to talk mm-hmm. his shit. I would have asked yeah. him when the goal was coming. <laughs> yeah, he shut you right up. Shut us on. He will continue to do. Yep. But, anyways. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Another good podcast. Uh, you know, you can find our blog at hammering-away.blog on your web browser of choice. Nobody looks up websites anymore. Like, you remember those days? Go on the internet. Go on like <laughs> www.miniclip.com. Or you go on like – I don't even remember what websites I used to go on as Addicting a games. You ever go addicting on Addicting games. games? Yeah, Addicting games. Love Addicting games. But I'm trying to think of like websites I used to surf can't even really remember anymore espn.com espn.com used to go on a sp nation cartoon network.com cartoon network crazy games dude dragon ball z.com for me i i I never i was never tapped into dragon ball z did a sick website pokemon.com used to look at all the toys hell yeah dude www.com speaking of surfing through websites before i wrap this up i was um was on our team store. We have some terrible, some terrible, terrible clothes in the team store. Dude, it's like we're like the wish.com of, of the Premier League. Yeah, it's like, just garbage. It's dude, all garbage. No, like, no. The, the, <laughs> there's some good stuff in there. Like, like, you can find some gems. But if you go to our website and you just go to, like, men's fashion and you scroll through, 
there is some real, like just shocking, shocking stuff. Like stuff that I don't know how it got approved to go on the website. They have these shirts. Uh, they're like they're like holographic shirts. I don't even know what the fuck they are. There's a picture of Fornals wearing one, and I'm just like, dude, like like who is wearing that? Like, are they producing that? Because they're, they're not. Like, they're, there's no way that they're making a product. Like, if you're producing that shirt, to like put in stores, like have ready to go out when it's ordered. Like you're no. losing, you're losing money. Like that, they're collecting like, dust. Yeah, I, I almost I might order like the five worst things on the site and just see how long it takes them. Dude, they had some stuff on there. It's like eighty percent off because nobody wants it. That's insane. Do they? They have like fake AirPods. No, they don't. Like with the hand, with the with like West Ham logo on it. I swear to God. There's like, not the case, like, the actual buds. Like, soldier pods. That's crazy. That's actually insane. They were selling, um, like, Apple. So, what confused me was that I thought it was, like, an Apple Watch, like, band, right? But it's, mm-hmm. like, for 70 pounds. It's, like, a fitness tracker kind of thing? Like, like an Apple Watch. Dude. Like, and it's, like, but it's 70 on? pounds, like, maybe, are they selling the watch? They have to be. That's ridiculous. That, that is, that's ridiculous. That, that has to, be, that has to stop. We we are second in the league. We have to get serious. We're literally buying things off Wish.com and slapping a West Ham logo on. <laughs> I mean, they gotta fund these signings somehow, man. Hey, man, if that's what Dude, it takes, I'll, I'll I'll buy I'll buy the watch if it means Kyle Walker Peters is coming. Dude, if Kyle Walker Peters comes, I'll get the the lucky match day underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a picture, Dude. It's like 1980s, like kit inspired retro like boxers. <laughs> It's like who is buying these? Because not only are they like West Ham underwear, you imagine just like theoretically like go out one night with the boys, right? Meet a girl. You get lucky. Get lucky. You go back. <laughs> you got the you got the Claire and blue striped West Ham underwear on. Like, dude. She's like, oh my god, is that the 2002 home retro? <laughs> <laughs> He's a keeper, man. No, imagine being like, imagine showing up for like a game, like you show up to the the home grounds, you got you're fully kitted out, you got the underwear on too. So, so imagine you just like out, you like you get pants, <laughs> get the 1980 retro boxers on. What are you doing? Because well, what, what what skeeves me out the most about it is like, because my first thought was like, you know, every away game, somebody in the away end has these on. At least one. This is by at least number. one. There's one. There's one person. We get, we gotta we gotta check Callum Gordon's draws. <laughs> if anyone, if I'll anyone. ask um I'll ask the uh, creator of the superstar from Ghana chant, Mister uh, oh, Ka- Cal. Callum Callum Massey. Mm-hmm. I'll DM him. I'll be like, hey, I, I need you to do a, a quick check at the next away game. See if anybody's got these damn boxers on. Ka- Callum Gordon and Daniel, the two nonces that would have it. Nonces. Dude, if Daniel <laughs> – I can't even do that anymore. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you again for listening. The blog is hammering away. It's hammering-away.blog. The Twitter or X. I've been, I've been doing Twitter slash X in the um, – descriptions don't <laughs> yeah uh that's at hammering underscore away your tiktok is hammering dot away um and the instagram is hammering away underscore i didn't post the last one on threads that place is so dead i'm done with threads no, don't um, bother. we can go follow us on threads if you want uh we'll take it but yeah thank you everybody for listening and